He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. Bones UK. Hey, hey, how are you? Rosie and Carmen. That's us. Welcome to Des Moines, Iowa. Thank you for having us. We've actually been before. Yes, a couple of years ago. I had a romance in Des Moines. Highly suspect That's show. The one. Yes. Now, what's this romance thing you're talking I about? I can't talk about it, but it happened. You can't just tease <laughs> yeah. me like that. I will always, I will always have Des Moines. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Thank you for swinging through our fine city on your way to Cedar Rapids. Uh, this tour, Corn Breaking Benjamin. That's uh, wow. That's a hell of a it's good tour. It's incredible. Like, and it's the biggest tour we've ever played as far as like numbers. So the, the arenas every single night were just blown away by how many people. I think you kind of get slightly numb to it, but still, like then it, they fill up, and you're like, my god, there's a lot of people again. And getting to see those two bands each and every night. Were either one of you fans growing up of Corn Breaking Benjamin? Corn for sure. Um, Breaking Benjamin is not quite as big in Europe or in England, um, but Corn for Shizzle. Um, they're revolutionary. You know, the, the thing, whether, whether you like their music or not with Corn, it's like they, they, the kind of way they push things forward and the kind of way they're ahead of their time with a lot of things. It's just undeniable. You've got to respect that. So whether you like the music or not, they're, they're such a... Uh, such inspirations musically and a great look for bones uk as well the both of you got together for the first time in 2014 what was the story behind the meeting and the formation of this band if you could it was, we, we were, I was nursing some kind of a breakup and, and met Carmen in a blues bar where she was playing and we just sort of like started chatting and it took us a while. We had to sort of restart the band because we did, we started the band and then took a year, not a year off, but we did an album with Jeff Beck. So we sort of stopped the band basically for a while and then restarted it in America like three, three years ago now. Three years ago? Coming up to three years ago in in April. So for us, I mean, although we met like that long ago, it really feels like the band only started when we moved to LA because we had to start again. We had no management and stuff like that. So the whole thing had to begin. So we feel like we're just getting started. The Jeff Beck connection is an yeah. interesting one. How does Jeff Beck become aware of you and then ask you to participate uh-huh. in what he's doing? And how did that all work out? She met him at it's a party. A, it's an incredible story, I'm sure. <laughs> Carmen met him at a party and um, she told him to. It was like our third gig we'd ever played and it was in like some crappy pub in Camden Town. And uh, and she put him on the guest list and he came. And obviously like, I was like, there's no way he's coming. And then it was like five people there, like my mom and dad and like Jeff Beck and his wife. And then Jeff took us to um, an Indian restaurant afterwards. We had all of our gear around us because we like, didn't have anywhere to put it. So it's this amazing scene. It's, even thinking back on it, it's all of those like, like movie, auto, scenes. Yeah, movie scenes. We were sitting in this Indian restaurant with Jeff Beck and his wife, Sandra. Um, with all of our gear around us and he was like listen I've got this um, tour that we've booked um, for America with Buddy Guy supporting so straight away it's like good and her as a blues head was just like oh my god what the hell's going on he has this tour booked but he needs an album to promote and he's He'd written an album but hated it. There was some sort of like reason why he needed an album. And he was like, would you guys write this album with me? And so the next week we were at his house on my birthday sort of like writing this record. And it took us two months to write and produce. And we the same producer that produces Bones did it with us. And then we were on tour like a month later yeah. with him playing like Madison Square Gardens and... Hello, Bob. It was like winning like a weird rock and roll lottery. You know, it's like, and win the chance to tour the world with Jeff Beck. It was like that. There's the, surreal life and get used to moments weird. like that, right? You, right. You're, you're spoiled right off the it bat. It was weird. And that was why we moved to LA is we, we played... Um, uh, what the hell's it called? Uh, the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. It was like, love it here. And we're like, we spoke to Carmen and spoke to our producer, and we were like, let's move to LA. 
And then so we did it. Let me ask you this. So you, you're writing music for Jeff Beck, mm-hmm. and it's for his project. Yeah. So how closely guarded are you to ideas you've had you don't want to give away to Jeff Beck? It, how did that, that moment, work? It, it kind of just came together quite naturally. We just sat around a fireplace drinking Prosecco, and then Rosie had to like understand basically what he wanted to talk about and then be kind of like an interpreter or something. What did you say? Like a vessel for his thoughts. Yeah. Okay. It was. I mean, the thing. The thing is, because we we were writing Jeff's record. This is a Jeff Beck record, right? Yeah. So as like a lyricist and a songwriter, I have to write songs which represent Jeff Jeff Beck. Correct. Yeah. I can't be like I met a boy in a club and <laughs> went and had sex with him. You know, Jeff. <laughs> and then it's like Jeff Beck. You know, like like teenage boys. Like no, that's not going to work. So it's like, so it's like we had. It was a lot of the time at the beginning of the songwriting process with Jeff was just us lot sitting around and drinking prosecco and like going like, right, Jeff, what do you want to talk about? And obviously he's one of the most talented guitar players in the world but he's not you know he's not a lyricist he's not you know he's not really you know he's not a saber i don't think he's not you know traditionally a songwriter Mm -hmm. so um so it was a lot of like working out what he wanted to write about and what kind of styles and common was incredible as well as sort of getting in tune with that and we sort of had to become kind of one entity it, for the for the cause of Jeff, so there's a lot of stuff that like not I wouldn't necessarily write about a lot of like more political stuff, which kind of bones not steers clear of, but it's just not our priority of what we write about, which Jeff really wanted to explore. So although like I always tried to make sure that when I was talking about stuff, it was coming from me as well. I didn't want to talk about things I didn't believe in. You just said something very interesting that kind of leads me into now you've been given this megaphone for Bones UK and you have the power to do with it what you want. And your audience has grown exponentially, as uh, I'm sure, in recent times. So you're writing about some things that have some very deep meaning here. Uh And you're trying to make a statement, whether or not it's mission statements or yeah. not i mean explain or you know talk about a little bit about your your process yeah. and and, and the, the statements you're making here on this album i mean every, everything that we write about with bones comes from a place of like truth and honesty and it, it's never been like a um you know we're very aware of what we're talking about but it always comes from a place where like we are very affected by the things we talk about the reason why a lot of the themes that we touch on are sort of insecurity and um stuff like that and sort of like self-love is because me and her are really you know we're insecure we're we, we're girls we are girls growing Growing up in a society that has been tough and not just for girls it's been tough for everyone growing up in it so everything that we ever write about is to kind of try and empower and help other people get through that and also to help ourselves get through that because I think music is such an amazing vessel for that to really help you um, dissect and understand your own feelings about stuff so um, all of the Bones songs come from that place a lot of them come like Girls Come Play Guitar comes from uh, something, that something that actually happened mm. most of the songs are set in it, it's always honesty it's never like oh I know a fun topic we can talk about that's quite trendy at the moment it's always something that's affected us um, as a lyricist it's really important to always work out what the heart is going to be of what you're talking about and then kind of build from there it's like having like a human body you've got to start with like the the middle of it and kind of go like what are we saying with this and then everything else just like latches on and then she can like make decisions about guitars and stuff guitar parts which are educated decisions mm. musically rather than just being like what about this disco um riff <laughs> over a song about you know killing yourself <laughs> it's like you know it's like, you know it's like this is what we're trying to project um and then we kind of flesh it out and our producer's incredible at that we do a lot of talking about what we want the songs to make people feel I feel like that level of authenticity is so much more important now than it ever has oh, been in yeah. terms of songwriting and connecting F- the audience. Yeah. Right? They won't go buy your record if they're not feeling what you're yeah. feeling, right? Or- and and I, like, I always say, like, music is the most... Um, 
it's the most powerful vessel or the most powerful way to 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 put across a, a statement. It's mm-hmm. much it's much more powerful than you know a hook getting something in someone's head. Um, but then the lyric means something. That's amazing. When that happens effectively, that's when you can change the world. You know, songs like Imagine by John Lennon. That was, mm. you know, those songs which they say something and the music's amazing. That's when you're like, ah. So that's what we strive to do. You uh, have been kind enough to bring some instruments we in did. for us. And uh, that very first single off of the self-titled album is Pretty Waste. Yeah, but we... Which we're playing here on Laser, by the way. Yeah, well, amazing. But we're going to do that second if that's Oh, you're going right. to do that? Okay. I, so that's going to be like the big finale. You're going to do me a favor on <laughs> yeah. this first one. You asked me what I like on the record. Yeah. I said, well, my favorite song on the entire album is Creature. Uh-huh. And if, if you'd be kind enough to play Creature for us here. That would be Yeah, fantastic. we're going to play Creature. This song's about... This song's about people, they can call you anything they want to call you, but you got, as long as you get your inside solid, that should just always roll off. So that's what this song's about. This is Creature. Call me crass or call me cruel Call me daddy, call me baby Call me friend or call me fool Call me creeper, call me creature Call me any time that you need Cause my blood is made of whiskey You can't come get drunk on me I don't wanna be you, you don't wanna be me I don't wanna be you, you don't wanna be Cause I don't wanna be you, you don't wanna be me I don't wanna be Call me up, call me in the morning Stick in your thorn in If that's what you need You can call me anything, baby It will not change me still be me call me vicious call me violent you can call me silent you can call me lamb call me perverted call me perfect you can call me woman call me man I don't want to be you don't wanna be, and I don't wanna be, and you don't wanna be. Cause I don't wanna be you, you don't wanna be me, I don't wanna be. Call me up, call me in the morning. Stick in your thorn, that's why you need. You can call me anything, it will not change me. I still 
forgiver, I'm a forgiver. Lips just stuck all over my mirror, yeah. Lips just stuck all over my mirror. I'm a forgiver, I'm a forgiver. Lips just stuck all over my mirror, yeah. Oh yeah, lips just stuck all over my mirror. I'm a forgiver, I'm a forgiver. Lips just stuck all over my mirror. It is my favorite song Yay! on the self-titled album from Bones UK. That was Creature live in the studio with us today on their way to Cedar Rapids for a big show tomorrow night. We got Rosie and we've got Carmen. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Tell me when you're uh, rearranging these songs. Obviously, they you know they turn out different when you have all this fun thing, all these fun things to play with the instruments and all these different effects in a studio as opposed to playing it live. Yeah. How much does it change for you from the tr- from the album tracks? Um, a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, like people often say that, like, it sounds very different live. A lot of, the, we, we, we don't use studios, and we don't use live drums when we're recording. So a lot of the time, it, you know, we're, we're recording elements in the home or in different places. So when, as soon as we play live and we get heavy on it, everything changes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the next album, we're definitely looking to maybe incorporate some more live drums and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it, it will definitely change. There's, like, lots of, like, stacked guitars. We rearrange the parts so that, like... You know, Rosie and I can do them live and stuff like that. And yeah. There's, there's things that will definitely change, but I think that's the whole point of going to a live gig is that it won't be the same as a record. Absolutely not. And you don't get the kind of energy yeah. out of a studio recording that you oh, do yeah. at a live show, there's and so also, vice versa. There's also a, a thing that happens a lot where you think a song's going to be banging and then you play it live and you're like, ugh. Mm. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, this is amazing. And then you play it and the audience is like, mm. It's like, oh, okay, fair enough. And then doing yeah. these acoustic, ver- these versions has been like, that's... that's whole other thing but then we just yeah. change then we just change them so. yeah i i love actually i love how that one translated because oh, i yeah? was wondering i'm like when you said like, you could play creature i'm going Ooh, i want to hear creature i want to hear it this way you know so yeah you also you did videos for the majority of your album right mm-hmm. like and i could tell right away and i said this to you before we went live <laughs> i said rosie i could tell like there's a, you you put a lot into the ideas behind these videos uh-huh. and the execution too you this is something that you are really into personally. yeah i love it yeah. like I, I yeah i said to you before we started like i think making the videos is almost up there with like making it's very um with making the music for me like it's very linked like it's like it's as fun like to then to to make a song and then to then sort of like support it visually is such an amazing thing it really completes it for me and there's so many ideas I've already got for the next album um, I can't wait to have fun with that we're going to start maybe bringing some more color that's a whole new work so we always do black and white so thinking about how we incorporate that we have find ourselves such amazing people that help us out, um, so it's great. I, uh, I'm going to remember that next time <laughs> I have a band in studio complaining about having to do music videos. I don't get it. I never. I mean, like, fair enough. Some I, I do get what like some bands like. You don't have visual minds like getting like a different director, but for me, it's so intrinsically linked. Like, if you know, if I've written a song about something and I know you know what it's about, I have to like. So then support that with the visual. And that's so cool when that happens. Yeah, and plus, you know, in this day and age with YouTube and everything, and fans would be putting together their own videos, you want to make sure you get your version oh, of yeah. it out there before anybody else yeah, does, yeah. right? Well, there there's, is this one That's got to be part of it, right? There's like, one song. Yeah. There's this song called um, Happy. That some fan made a video of, and it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's you know, it's not what I would have chosen to do, but it's but it's got, people think it's a video that we've made. And it's like, ah! <laughs> They're like, this is weird. Some people like comment on it online, like, oh God. But it's not, I mean, bless them. Thank you so much for doing that. We really appreciate it, but you know. 
<laughs> we're quite we're quite tight on our visual aesthetic, so it's like a bit yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you again so much for uh, driving through Des Moines on your way to Cedar Rapids. Uh, Tomorrow night should be a fantastic show. Mm -hmm. Corn Breaking Benjamin and, of course, Bones UK. Before we slide into the next of the songs, (laughs) which I already kind of hinted at, alluded to, um, what is uh, next for you guys once the tour wraps up? What do you plan on doing? Um, We have another tour booked, uh, starting May with Royal Blood. Oh, fun. And then a About few time other we things get some I'm new music sure from them. Yep. Yeah, okay. Quite a few right. exciting things. You got some irons up. in the fire then. Okay, yeah. very yeah, good. So very and festivals, like, you know, this is our first year doing festivals, so we're really excited about that. And you know what? You're going to love the weather so much more when it gets it's to sunny, festival season. I know, right? Oh, yes. I know. When you're on the elements, you never know. But I mean, you would probably take the chance of sun and 70 no, degrees, just, right? We're booking, yeah. and there's a very exciting year. I don't know that I can say now, Sean. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you again so much for coming in. Rosie, Thank Carmen, you. we hope to have you back again very, very soon. Um, but let's hear Pretty Waste. Okay. This this is the single. <laughs> this is the one we're playing on Laser. We love it. Okay. <sighs> What a waste of a pretty face, what a waste that face, that face, what a waste, what a waste of a pretty face, that face, what a waste, that face, that face, what a waste of a pretty face, that face, what a waste, that face, that face, what a waste of a pretty face, what a waste, that face, that face, what a waste. Living like this it is not easy. I don't do what I should. I'm too cheap for you to own me No one ever could Will you want me when I'm old and dead? (laughs) What a waste of a pretty face What a waste that face, that face What a waste What a waste of a pretty face What a waste that face, that face What a waste Face that face, what a waste that face that 